This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. That was get me. Welcome back to BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Indeed, indeed, time to get after it on this Monday, last Monday of 2022 with Machine. Sean Levine, I'm Jim Rodriguez, hanging out with you, filling in for the Joes and for Aaron, BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Thanks for hanging out with us. All right, so uh, let's put a little bow on some of the Week 17 games, and then, Mr. Machine, I want to get your naughty and nice lists. Always interesting this time of the year. Maybe we're looking ahead to Coles and stockings toward 2023, but a couple of big games coming up this week on Thursday night. We open up week 17 Thursday, Cowboys and Titans. Monster game for the Titans. I mean, they are literally at the end of the rope, uh, and they're about to fall off the cliff. The Cowboys <laughs> laying nine and a half in Nashville, 42 and a half on Thursday night. I mean, it's there's no room for error for the Titans. Yeah, and the Titans don't really have a ton to play for this week, knowing that they have Jacksonville next week with everything on the line. I mean, literally, they could lose this game, then they could win next week, and they end up making the playoffs. So you just wonder how much the Titans are going to rest players, namely Derrick Henry. I would not necessarily expect them to see the starters out there for all that long with very little to gain. From the from the Dallas perspective, J-Rod, they got to be kicking themselves. Yeah, they were able to pull out a great win against Philly a couple of nights ago. But remember what happened just the week before that against Jacksonville, where they throw the the walk-off pick six. If they win that game, then they're still alive for the one seed. They're still alive to win the division. They're still alive for home field advantage. As it is, that's not the case. But, yeah, I think Dallas rules in this one. Yeah, nine and a half on the road against a Tennessee team that, yeah, to your point, who knows who's going to play in those games. They're lining up for that last game of the season against Jacksonville where that's going to basically be winner-take-all. Whoever wins that wins the South, and there's only one team getting in from the South. Another interesting game, also another essential game, Carolina's at Tennessee, at Tampa Bay. Bucks win the game. They win the South. Carolina wins. They're still alive for another week, and it's the Bucks laying three at home over under 40. And if Carolina wins, go ahead and hand their coach the coach of the year, Steve Wilkes, Mike Wilkes, Jack Wilkes. I can't even remember the guy's name. I know he's done an unbelievable job with this football team. I know he wasn't the coach at the beginning of the year. And Tampa, here's the thing. If let's say Carolina somehow sneaks in, let's say Carolina wins this game, which is feasible. They're only three-point road dogs. And then they sneak in the back door of the playoffs. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody's mama, ain't nobody's brother or cousin. Nobody's putting any money on Carolina. Everybody's going to the window for them to get absolutely smoked 
even though they would be hosting a playoff game in the first round. But let's say it's Tampa. Let's say it's Tampa. Let's say Tampa wins this game and ultimately ends up winning that division. And technically, for the record, New Orleans could still win this thing also. But for the sake of this conversation, since it's Tampa versus Carolina, if Carolina makes the playoffs, host the game, nobody will bet on them. If Tampa makes the playoffs and they host a playoff game by winning the division, which they will, then everybody's going to go, all right, well, they're at home. They got Tom Brady. They haven't played well at all this year. Maybe they can click for a couple of games. Watch. You're going to see a public money dump on the Tampa Bay Bucks, And I'm talking about to at least come out of the NFC, if not to win the Super Bowl, if they make the playoffs. If it's Carolina, they don't get no money on them. And no matter who wins the NFC South, Tampa or Carolina, it's probably going to be the Cowboys that have to travel to Charlotte or Tampa for that game. And that makes Mike McCarthy and the playoffs and Dak and the drought. Jerry Jones makes it all the more interesting. Yeah, at that point, you can't talk yourself into, all right, well, here we are. It's game day. I'm getting ready to make my bet. Playoffs are around. And Dallas and Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy come rolling into Tampa with Tom Brady, the greatest playoff and regular season quarterback of all time. Wait, you're going to tell me I'm going to get two, two and a half points plus the Dallas Cowboys tax? You get like three. So much money is going to come in on Tampa. And, and look, it's going to be both the Bays while we're talking about it in the NFC. Same thing with Green Bay. If Green Bay gets in, they're going to they're gonna have some betters backing them going, all right, they're not like Tampa where they get a home game. They have to take a road path. But if they win, that means they'd won four games in a row. Aaron Rodgers seemingly would have to be playing pretty good football compared to what he's played most this year, which has been average. It's going to be easy to talk yourself into betting the Bays in the NFC. It's going to be interesting. Hey, Bay Bay. Green Bay. Hey, Bay Bay. I love it. I love it. Hey, you know, Champa Bay, you know, we're, we're not too far removed from Champa Bay, my friend. Not at all. Not at all. All right. So in in, in our little uh, uh, homage to the holidays, we've got a little naughty and nice segment going on and interesting situation here. So let's let so machine. I'm going to give you a team in the NFL. And you're going to tell me naughty or nice. All right. I can play this Fair? game. Sure. Doable. Yeah. All right. Here we yeah. go. You'll be the Huckleberry. Here we go. What about the Jacksonville Jaguars? Naughty or nice, amigo? The Jaguars are naughty. They're not quite nice yet, but I think that they're going to be nice in the next couple of years. Can you imagine, like, the top two picks last year were Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. If they were both stocks, Zach Wilson is he's at zero. I mean, you're, ba- you're begging right. people to, to take him. And then you then you got Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, who looks pretty good. Still naughty, though. Still naughty. I think that they... They don't have quite enough weapons really on either side of the ball to make noise in the playoffs, but they're nice enough to win this division because this division is bad. Well, I think any state, any team that's got a pool in their stadium immediately uh, naughty. So Fair enough. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's a non-football related injury right there. What about the Jets? Naughty or nice, amigo? Oh, the Jets are naughty. They're straight up nasty. It, it, it's, it's not... I feel bad because it feels like Robert Sala at the beginning of the year when they got off to a bad start, remember when he was calling out and saying he was taking receipts and all that, it felt like he was the only one that was a believer. Like the whole fan base wasn't a believer until they started winning. And then when they started winning all of a sudden, it was that New York expectation. It was the New York media. It was, all right, how far are we going to take this thing? You really had to look deep into it, though. Look at their quarterback situation. We're in a situation right now, and you said this earlier, where 
Mike White has to go no matter what the situation is. And I agree with you. That's not a great place to be compared to where they were at the beginning of the year. So that team's naughty, but it's not really their fault. It's pretty much all Zach Wilson's fault because I was looking at some bust numbers, like where he is compared to guys like Jamarcus Russell, historically, in the history of the NFL. And he's right there, my guy. I I will say this. When your quarterback's most famous for having sex with his mom's friend. (laughs) Yeah, the old. What about the other New York team? (laughs) What about the other New York team? The G-Men. Naughty or nice? Yeah, they're naughty too. I I think that the Giants, not Daniel Jones and his, what's what's the cover that you always get with him? 17 and 6. On the road or a neutral site as an underdog. And that's good because he's probably going to be an underdog going forward in the regular season. And it's so bad whenever the Giants are at home. I'm like, I can't bet on the Giants this week. I got to wait. I got to wait a week. Yeah, you're screwed. He's not a dog. Although the good news for you is if they get into the playoffs, which I think they will, they're definitely going to be an underdog and you can make your Daniel Jones money. That's the bet you love to make. So they're naughty. They're going to they're gonna be really naughty this offseason when they have to figure out exactly what the best thing is to do with Daniel Jones because, I mean, what, what if they do make the playoffs this year? What if they win a playoff game and he's your quarterback? You, you, you decline the option already, so you're going to have to figure out a long-term deal if you want to keep him, or you can hope that you land like a different guy in free agency. But here's the thing about that. I think how bad Russell Wilson's been this year in Denver is going to give everybody such buyer beware going forward where it used to be – all right, you get a Hall of Famer with a few years left on his career. Maybe we can get Peyton Manning, right? Maybe we can get Joe Montana when he came to Kansas City. They ain't getting that, and they guaranteed that guy money. So there's going to be a few teams this offseason that have very interesting decisions to make with their quarterback, including the naughty New York Giants. Yeah, I I, I got to say nice for the Giants. I mean, listen, they, nobody thought they'd win eight games. They're probably going to win another game. You know, they're, they're, they're home against Indianapolis uh, next week, and then they're at Philly to close out the year. They're probably going to be nine, seven, and one. If, if, if I told you the Giants were going to win nine games, I don't think anybody expected that, and they're probably going to make the playoffs. So I'm, I'm going to say nice, and I, I got to root for my guy, Daniel Jones, man. He's, he's, he's bankrolling Christmas guy. vacations, though. He's, he's, he's and and you're guy. right. Compared to what we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year, their over-under was only six and a half, and they've already taken care of that. They had that taken care of weeks ago. So you're right. They're nice. They, we'll, we'll get them something. Naughty or nice, Machine, the Minnesota Vikings. Man, they're naughty. They're naughty because they're the luckiest team, not just this year in the NFL, not just in the NFL, maybe not just in the history of the NFL, but in the history of sports. Like, no team can sustain. Yeah, I'm being dead serious. I know it sounds like hyperbole, but you know what this is? Do you remember when Mark Jackson was the head coach of the Golden State Warriors? And he somebody asked him a question about his backcourt, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. And he goes, they're the best shooting backcourt of all time. And everybody started laughing. They're like, huh? And he goes, call my bluff. Call my bluff. Am I wrong? No. No, absolutely not. I mean, I, I, think, I think you look at this team, you know, with 12 wins – 11 and 0 in, in one score games they've they've pulled the they've pulled defeat you know they've pulled victory out of the jaws of defeat so many times it's going to run out and i think they're naughty they're more than naughty they're a pain in the ass so i, I would create a third category for that pain in the ass. <laughs> 11 and 0 in one score games like 
The fact that a team could play in that many close games is pretty crazy in and of itself, let alone to win all of them. You know what this is? This is overtime in college basketball, right? To go to win 11 in a row in overtime, that just doesn't happen. This is one-run games in baseball. Like, you're not going to win 11 of them in a row. That's just how it works out. You've won 11, and it's not just one-score games. It's coming back from down 33-0. to zero. It's 61-yard walk-off field goals. So maybe they can win another game or two the rest of the regular season and stack up this really good record. What do I know? Maybe in some crazy fairy tale land, they can catch Philly and get a bye, which they would need. But once the playoffs roll around, Philly is going to get completely exposed. Excuse me. Uh, Minnesota is going to get completely exposed. I mean, I, I love them. I love them. And, and I hate to make Ill, you know, fun of the, of the dead, but you know, this feels like very Martin, Marty Schottenheimer charger chief days, you know, monster record number one, you know, all, all, all the momentum home games. And then you just, you know, a big turd burger there that you step on and you track all over your mom's yard. You know, no thanks. No thanks. Oh, yeah. And, and Naughty or nice, the Baltimore I, Ravens. The Ravens are nice. The Ravens are nice. Yeah. Love Marty. Love Marty Schottenheimer. Now you got me distracted. That was my R. guy growing up. I went to so many Chiefs games yeah. in the 90s. Uh, I think that the Ravens are nice as long as they have Lamar back. And they're going to have Lamar back for the playoffs. So Baltimore's already clinched a playoff spot. In theory, they could still end up winning the division. I ain't putting my money on any of those things. But once the playoffs come around, Baltimore's a dangerous team. And Baltimore's one of those teams where you're going to have to get out your microscope and really look at the path. Because if they get a favorable first-round matchup and they win that one, at that point, it's anybody's game. Then we go, okay, they've already won a game, likely on the road. On top of that, Lamar Jackson seemingly would be healthy. Those are all things that make you really wonder how you're going to bet against a team like that in the playoffs. So. And also, it's time for Lamar. Like, we keep saying it's time for Josh Allen, which is true also, but Patrick Mahomes, the proof is in the pudding. Four AFC Championship games, two Super Bowls, already Hall of Fame, right? Joe Burrow, he's already been to a Super Bowl. He already beat Patrick Mahomes at Arrowhead. His resume looks incredible. But the truth is, for both Josh Allen and this guy, Lamar Jackson, if you are that same level of elite quarterback in the AFC, do it. Go out there and actually do it. So it's a big year for Lamar in the playoffs. I think they're nice. Yeah, and remember, free agent Lamar Jackson. And there's, right. there's two things, there's two dangerous things in this world, a woman scorned and an NFL player trying to get that free agent money. See you ain't kidding Baker about that. Mayfield. You ain't kidding. Baker Mayfield. The Green Bay See Packers, naughty <laughs> – Watch out if the saying, shoe goes flying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, Dimelo, the Packers. Dimelo. How do you nice? Who'd you ask me about? The Packers. <laughs> the 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 Packers. I can't believe I'm saying this, but they're kind of nice. Only because they got Minnesota this week at home. They got a home game to finish off the season. Minnesota, to me, yeah, they got something to play for, but they probably realize that they're going to end up the two seed. So. We'll see what happens in that game. I think that laying the three points is pretty comfortable for Green Bay at home. And then once they win that one and they've got destiny in their own hands, we all know what's going to happen. They're going to win their last game of the season at Lambeau Field at home to make the playoffs. And at that point, they will have essentially already been playing playoff games for the last three weeks. So I can't believe I'm saying this because I thought they were dead. But Green Bay's nice. Green Bay's very nice. All right, 60 nice. seconds before we go. Miami Dolphins, naughty or nice? 
They're naughty. You keep telling me how naughty they are. You keep telling me they're bad, bad boys, that Tua keeps turning the ball over and that their coach is a little bit of a fraud playing his acoustic guitar at the high school party. Get out of here, bro. So Miami's naughty, man. You keep telling me how naughty they are. They're, they're bad. Miami's like South Beach after 4 a.m., buddy. No. Bad news. Bad news. Let's take a break. Bowl season resumes. We got bowls today, and we got the big ones on Saturday. We'll break those down next with the machine. I'm J-Rod. It's BetQL Daily.